Today with Joseph Prince. You know, the kingdom of God uh, 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 glorifies the lost, the last, the least. And we are trying to be the first, the greatest, the most. Don't be afraid to stand tall for Jesus. The Bible is full of stories of, of people that were not bowed to the image of the world, all right? And yet, God never allowed them to burn but to shine for the glory of God. And not one uh, trend, strand of their hair was singed when they were thrown into the fire. God delivered them. I want to tell you that God, the God of Daniel is your God. Be a, dare to be a Daniel. Stand strong. Dare to stand out. Amen. Diamonds are precious because they are rare. They are hard to find. Can I have a good amen? You all ready for God's Word? Smile your neighbor and say, it's going to be a great year for you. A year crowned with His goodness. A year of restful increase. A year, a, a, a year of open door. Amen. It is still all this. Amen. Don't forget, we don't leave for another. We add to it. God's way is always to add. Add to your faith, virtue. To virtue, knowledge. So God never says, leave this to go on to this. God says, add to it. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. We've been studying the offerings, especially namely uh, the trespass offering. In Hebrew, the word trespass offering is the Hebrew word asham. Asham. I'm not too sure whether the English uh, word uh, derived its etymology from the word, the word shame came from asham. I'm not too sure about that. All right, but, but there are many, many uh, English words that came from Hebrew. Even the Anglo-Saxon has some Jewish roots. All right, many words. Uh, for example, your kaf, all right, is from the, the Hebrew letter kaf. Literally, they lab it as, as such. So asham could be a shame because the trespass offering is actually in your modern, uh, 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 I shouldn't say modern, I should say new translation Bibles and all that, they say guilt offering which is exactly what it means, a sham offering. It's not so much the sin offering. We have a sin offering. It's a trespass offering in your King James. But it is literally, a sham is guilt. It's an offering for guilt. Amen. And uh, in this four offerings or five offerings, if you if separate se uh, trespass from sin offering, some people put it together, it becomes four offerings in Leviticus, but if you separate them, sin offering and trespass, it becomes five offerings. Out of these five offerings, three of them, three of them is voluntary, which means you are allowed to bring it anytime you want, all right? As when you want to offer or to worship God with an offering, do it. It's a free will offering. It's not something that is forced on you, something you're compelled to, something that is compulsory. Alright, so three offerings there, burn offering, the Ola, the meal offering, the Minka, and the Shalamim, the peace offering. All these three offerings are voluntary. The last two, or one if you put them together, sin offering and trespass offering, the Asham. This is compulsory. If you have sin, you have to bring the sin offering. All right, you, if, if you have trespassed against the Lord, the holy things of the Lord, or against your neighbor, you have to bring the trespass offering. So we learned last week, and by the way, the first three offerings today, how is it applicable? The, the last two, the Lord Jesus fulfilled at the cross. Amen? You don't keep on offering your sin offering. It is once and for all. 
Can I have a good amen? At the cross. But do we still offer our burnt offering? Our voluntary offering? Do we still, a burnt offering, by the way, is when you are happy about some things of the Lord. All right, so the Lord has blessed you. You have a bumper crop that year. So this, is, this Jewish man, all right, he will bring a burnt offering as an act of appreciation to the Lord. Or if he wants to enjoy God's love, he wants to get closer, nearer to God, he brings his uh, shalamim, which is uh, shalamim, as you can see, is from the word shalom. All right, shalamim. And the word restore uh, in the Hebrew comes from two, two words. Sometimes they use the word shuv, where we have teshuva, return to God. Amen, teshuva, shuv. Or shalom, which is payment. All right, shalom uh, is the, the word peace. Shalom is payment. Don't forget, I've said before, in Israel, um, there was a time when I learned this word, anime shalom, which means I will pay. And a few of my pastors were in a, in a shoe shop, and I told the, the cashier, whatever they buy, I said, anime shalom. So shalom is payment. Notice the word shalom is peace, health, wholeness. So long before you can have health or wholeness, it is paid for by Jesus' blood. And the word shalem or shalem is also used for restore, okay? Another word for restore is shuv, which is where you get repent, change, turn around. Isn't it amazing, all these words? Praise the Lord. Now, back to asham. Asham and chatah, sin offering, these are two offerings that is compulsory. We don't offer them today because Jesus did it for us once and for all. Can I have a good amen? He did it once and for all for all time, for all sins. See, Pastor Prince, how can Jesus, who, who lived uh, uh, 2,000 years ago, die for someone in the future? And don't forget, God is outside time. The Lord Jesus Christ is outside time. The cross is outside time. He died, when He died outside the gates of Jerusalem, He died for all those who were before Him from Adam, and all those who will live after Him, and God says, enough, all right? The times of Gentiles are fulfilled, complete, all right? I, so the thing is this, church, we know for sure that, that uh, the blood, in God's estimation, is as if it was just shed just now. See, we think 2000, that's a long time ago, God thinks just now, okay? So there are three offerings that we still bring to God today. They are the burnt offering, the peace offering, and the gift offering, which is the grain offering. There's no blood in this one grain offering. All right, of all the offerings, there's only one that's bloodless, which is the grain offering. We call it the meal offering. Your old King James is misleading because it's meat offering, but in those ancient times, meat is used for grain even for food. Today, meat means, oh, I'm talking about food really, early in the morning. I think some of you are looking at me like, wow, Pastor Prince, you know, man. So, do we still offer burnt offering? Yes. Watch this. Uh, Hebrews 13. All right. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice. Sacrifice. The word sacrifice here is not, I sacrifice. I don't feel like it. You know how people say, all right, uh, you don't feel like worshiping God, so let's give God a sacrifice of praise. It's not that, people. The word sacrifice has got to do with worship, the way you bring a sacrifice of a lamb offering. Amen. So, here today, we, we offer this uh, uh, burnt offering. All right, the bullock of our lips, the Bible says. All right, we sacrifice praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. Giving thanks to His name. But do not forget to do good and to share. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. So worship, one way is this 
uh, 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 vertical approach is towards God and the other is horizontal. Amen, you see the cross? We still worship God with our burn offerings. But our burn offerings, uh, uh, in fact, this one is more like a, a gift offering, uh, the meal offering. So we bring this voluntarily because we are happy with what the Lord has done in our lives. We give Him praise, amen? But to do good, to do good here is actually to be generous. And with such sacrifices, uh, don't forget because God is well pleased with these things. And the word well pleased is not the same word as you would find that God has received us. We are highly favored. This word is a different word. This has got to do with something that you do. You see, uh, Justin is my boy. I loved him, all right? He is highly favored in my sight. But there are things that Justin does that makes me laugh so much, all right? I'm well pleased with those things. Those, I'm well pleased with his actions. How many understand what I'm trying to say? Okay, so these are things that we need to learn. What makes God well pleased? For us to be, to be worshiping Him, to be praising Him, it's a forgotten art. You know, today people are so uh, embarrassed to say, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, even in public. In fact, uh, it seems like it's a cool thing not to praise God anymore, even in churches. Uh, sorry, to me, you can keep your cool, I'll keep the blessings. I'm going with the sacrifices, amen. I'm gonna praise God because the Bible says it's cool to praise the Lord. Okay, the language of the Bible is comely, it's attractive to praise the Lord. So I'm not gonna go by the definition of the world, amen. If the world can be so bold about saying profanities openly, I, I, I am not ashamed to confess His name openly. Amen. If you walk into a situation and someone is using vulgarities and all that, you can talk to your friend out loud that Jesus is so good. Amen. 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 Don't feel like someone who walks into a, a, a beach that has everyone in you know, a stark nude and then you are fully clothed and you feel guilty. You feel out of place. In a world that has gone berserk, where you know, there's no moral compass, don't be afraid to stand tall for Jesus. Amen. The Bible is full of stories of, of people that were not bowed to the image of the world, all right? And yet, God never allowed them to burn but to shine for the glory of God. And not one uh, trend, strand of their hair was singed when they were thrown into the fire. God delivered them. I want to tell you that God, the God of Daniel is your God. Be a, dare to be a Daniel. Stand strong. Dare to stand out. Amen. Diamonds are precious because they are rare. They are hard to find. Don't let the world try to uh, squeeze you into its mold. Try to bring you down to their level. Right? Stones are dime a dozen. Amen. Stand out. Dare to stand out for Jesus. And the world won't like it. The world will try their best. They will say, you are a hypocrite, you are this, you are that. You know, uh, the thing is this, when we make our stand, they say we are intolerant. But they are actually being intolerant of our stand. What's wrong with making a moral stand for the things that you believe in that is in line with the glory of God? Amen? Amen? That was my intro. Just to let you know that Philippians 4, by the way, this one just uh, came to me just now. And this is not my, my message yet. So Paul is talking, even in Thessalonica, you send, he's telling the Philippians, you send help, aid, this financial aid, once and again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Every shepherd heart does not seek a, a gift from people that for his own benefit, but that there'll be a harvest that will accrue to you. Next verse, 
Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. I used to read this when I was younger, and I thought that Epaphroditus was the messenger who brought gifts from the Philippines for the Apostle Paul, and I thought that he brought perfume. Uh, some of you thought that way, right? When you read that just now, you thought that, that they brought uh, sweet-smelling Chanel number no. three for the Apostle Paul, because after all, a camel ride is no joke. At the end of the ride, right, you look like a camel, you smell like a camel. No, no, no. This is actually Levitical offering. The idea there is from Leviticus, where it says that all these offerings, these uh, 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 five offerings, actually even the sin offering, there is actually a part where the fat is offered as a sweet-smelling savor. But namely, the first three, which is uh, uh, not compulsory, which is voluntary, they are called the sweet-smelling sacrifices. So when you give to God, like you gave to God just now, it went up to God in a sweet-smelling sacrifice. Every time you do good, every time you are generous, the Bible says, right, to God, it's like a sweet-smelling aroma. What the Philippians gave to the Apostle Paul was a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. God loves it. He smells it. He smells the tithes. He smells the offerings. It's a gift given in worship to God. These are voluntary. It's not something that's forced upon you. Amen? And I even put the tithe there. I'm not one of those that says, you have to tithe. I'm one of those that says, if you have a revelation, you see that you get to. Amen. Amen. And notice that, and my God, it starts with N. That means it's, it's, it's got to do with the previous verse. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. But notice the context. Paul is talking to the people of Philippians. Of course, the word of God is applied to us today. But notice it's because they have been giving to Paul. And Paul looks at them and says, my God, he gets personal, my God shall supply all your needs. So don't forget this, this dynamic of, of worship with God. When you worship God, okay, uh, take time. Don't just rush through and put some, something in, in, you know, in, in, the, in the bag uh, as if it's not a time of worship. We've finished our worship, now it's a time for offering. No, a time of offering is a time of what, what it says, offering. And Leviticus chapter 1 verse 1 says, Now the Lord called to Moses and spoke to him, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, When any one of you brings an offering to the Lord. Remember, uh, last week we saw this. The word offering is the word korban. All right, and the word korban actually means drawing near offering, a dr approach offering, an approach offering or a drawing near offering. It's from the, from the Hebrew word karav. Korban comes from karav. And karav over here, when anyone brings, it's karav. So actually you can see like this in the Hebrew, when anyone draws near with a drawing near offering. Get it? So the Lord Jesus on the cross actually brought us near to God. Now the thing is this, church. Today, we don't have to offer the sin offering or the trespass offering because it has been offered. All right? But the idea is that if you believe that Christ died as your sin offering, don't forget the other three offerings we still offer to God. Amen? Our praise and worship. Amen? Our doing good and our generosity, our tithes and our offerings, they are all sweet-smelling savor to God. When it comes to trespass offering, which is my focus for the year of restoration. <clears throat> the thing is this, God says when you bring this offering, it's for guilt. Trespass that literally is asham, which is guilt. When someone feels guilty, 
He has sinned against the holy things of the Lord, or he has cheated someone, he has defrauded his brother. Someone trusted him with something to keep and he, 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 he failed. God says, bring an offering. All right, and then God says, bring a ram without blemish. That's our Lord Jesus, the male lamb without blemish. But you must also give the value of what you stole the full value and add one-fifth to it. So it's 120% compensation. So the injured party has now become a gainer. Amen? Remember the first time one-fifth appears in the Bible? It's very interesting that it got to do with, with uh, Pharaoh. The wisdom of Joseph says to the people, and he said that the famine is coming, right? So he told Pharaoh, the years of plenty, gather and store up. There's the years of famine are coming. So when the years of famine came, the people brought money to buy grain. Joseph sold them grain. And then their money failed. So they brought their cattle. And they used cattle to buy grain. Their cattle failed. No more cattle. And uh, all the way down to, finally they said, we only have our life and our land. And Joseph says, all right, I'll, I'll take your land for grain. And he, the Bible says Joseph made Pharaoh very rich. Not in those exact words, but the Bible says all the land became Pharaoh's. And then Joseph, he's always a man that makes sure that everyone wins. He says, guys, you have nothing left. Here's seat for you. You all take seat, sow the land. But remember every year in the harvest, one-fifth of the crop belongs to Pharaoh. Okay? So all the land is Pharaoh's. He brought it to, to that place, but he gave them seed. You know what they say to him? You have saved our lives. The wisdom of Joseph made Egypt great at that time. Amen. And not only that, Pharaoh became a gainer even during the time of famine. I'm sure that the Pharaoh says one day as, as he was walking down his balcony, he probably said things like, you know, I, I thought when the famine hit, that's the end of my monarchy. That's the end of Egypt. We depend, you know, we don't have much water in the first place. We depend on the river Nile. Nothing comes up from the sky. Everything is the river Nile. So God tells the children of Israel that the land you are going to is not like the land of you came from, Egypt. It's a land where people have to water their plants with their food. It's an irrigation device. But the land I'm bringing you is a land flowing. Flowing is not a land filled. Flowing means abundance. When something is filled and it flows out, abundance. A land flowing with milk and honey that drinks of the waters that come from above. Your Father, your God, reigns the land, waters the land. You look up and God... So Egypt is the type of the world because they look down. They depend on their efforts to get water. We who live in the Canaan of God, in the promises of God, we look up. So I'm sure that Pharaoh said, boy, I thought the famine would kill me. But boy, 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 I sure am glad the famine came. I sure am glad the famine came. In a way, we can also say, if we are honest, I'm glad Adam fell. Because Adam had the earth, but through Christ, the second Adam, you and I have both heaven and earth. Amen. Adam was a created being. We are sons of God. Adam was never in the position that you and I are in today. So in a way, thank God Adam fell because or else we'll never have the much more. 
Can you understand? Look at your own life. Some bad things have happened. Look out. Look at the way God will turn the whole thing around and make you a gainer through that. And that's why, friends, um, when it comes to the things of God, we, we understand grace, we don't glory in that which is great. We don't boast in that which is uh, shining and uh, uh, the world esteem as high and talent and gifts and all that. Thank God for talents. Thank God for gifts. But honestly, the Bible says, I was telling my daughter, when you look at all your subjects, all right, they got to study and all that, which is your weakest? And she, 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 she'll smile at me. I knew her weakest. So I thought, Probably this subject. She says, yes. And I said, that's the one that God's grace will flow in. That's the one His strength will be made perfect in. Amen. For my strength is made perfect in your talents, in your strength. I, I, some of us think it does. No, it doesn't. My grace is made perfect or completed in your weakness. So why, why, why try to be anything more than weak? Why, why, why try to pretend to cover up your weakness? In fact, you should boast in your weakness as the Apostle Paul did. He says that for when I'm weak, then I am strong. Amen. You know, the, the, this is a wonderful uh, uh, revelation of grace. Grace seeks out the lowest, the last, the lost, the least. In fact, these are the heroes and the protagonists of all the parables of Jesus. The, the object of grace is always the lost son, the lost coin, the lost sheep. They end up getting blessed. The last shall be the first. So the lost, the last, and the least. If you have faith, as small as a grain of mustard seed. You know, the kingdom of God uh, 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 glorifies the lost, the last, the least. And we are trying to be the first, the greatest, the most. So there's no competition, people. Step back. Amen. And if your problem is you stammer when you talk, praise the Lord, God might make you a preacher one day of His grace. Amen. Because you are looking at a stammerer in secondary school. And my classmates still cannot believe I'm doing what I'm doing today. It's the grace of God. Chances are, when you don't depend on God in certain areas, grace doesn't flow because you are strong in those areas. You are smart, man. You, you say, I got this down to pat, man. I know how to handle my business. I can do this. You know, I can do that. I, 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 I have experience in this, experience in that. Friend, times are coming, right, before us, even now, that all this experience is failing. Money faileth. All right, uh, uh, capital is failing. You know, everything is failing except God. Mm. That's not my message today. My message, where we left off last week was that, you know, when you sin, you bring an offering. You draw near, you don't run away from God. And then we, we touch on the fact that Joseph, a type of Christ, told his brothers, I'm gonna put you in the land of Goshen. And in Hebrew, it means nearness. A place of nearness. Remember, with all his power, he saw his brothers in front of him. With all his position of might and, and influence, how did he use his power? Brothers, I am Joseph. Please come near to me. And these were the same ones that sold him for money many years ago. And this is a type of Jesus when he returns to Israel. Amen. He would tell them, I am your brother, Jesus. Come near to me. And don't be angry with yourself that you sold me. Amazing. Amazing grace. Wow. If there are things that's happening in your life right now you're not happy with, or you don't see the kind of uh, life that you envision a blessed man should have, change your heart. He wants you to change your life from the inside out. 
This month, we want to send you this powerful four-CD audio series, Change How You See, Change Your Life, for your gift of support. Get ready to receive your breakthrough as you fill your heart with faith pictures from God. We're not saying, see it to make it real. We are saying, open your eyes to see what is already there. Let God fortizo the eyes of your heart. This is knowledge of Him. And for a gift of $75 or more, you will also get Joseph's latest CD and DVD album, Hazon Vision. Receive God's prophetic vision for your life. God's going to cause you to be full of His vision this year. Not just any vision, the vision that is from God, that prophetic vision. The vision of God transcends time and space. May God open the eyes of your heart, amen, to see what God wants you to see. Your breakthroughs and miracles begin with seeing God's best for you. Position yourself to receive God's Hazon vision for your life. Get these powerful resources for your gift of support to the ministry today. Call us toll-free at 877-901-4300 or visit us at josephprince.org right now. Dear friends, if you've been blessed by seeing the beauty of our Lord Jesus and His love unveiled through our broadcast, would you like to join us in impacting more people with the message of His grace? We are living in the last days and I feel a sense of urgency in my heart to reach even more people still living in darkness so that their lives can be transformed by the grace of God. So if you're watching this and are not yet a JPM partner, I want to invite you to be part of this important work. Will you pray about being a JPM partner today? We are very grateful for all our JPM partners. You share with us in the great harvest of every life that has been healed, every marriage that is restored, and every person that has been set free from guilt and condemnation. Thank you, JPM partners. Let's continue to be bold in advancing the gospel of grace. God bless you. Thank you, Joseph Prince Ministries partners, for your prayers and generous support that help us broadcast the gospel into millions of homes around the world. Today, we thank God the gospel of Jesus Christ has transformed everyone under the sound of it. And that's the reason for the TV ministry. Broadcast from the house stops to all the four corners of the earth. Amen. We invite you to partner with us to send the gospel of grace to the nations. Call us toll-free at 877-901-4300 or visit us at josephprince.org slash partner today. Next on Joseph Prince. It must be all of Jesus. That's when we say, Jesus is your righteousness. Some people don't accept it. But they still think, I'm not as bad as the guy down there. I know this person. I know that person. All your glory, all your, your boasting must be in Christ and in Christ alone. He is my righteousness. He is my holiness. He is my redemption. Amen. Joseph Prince Ministries is a Section 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible for the amount that exceeds any fair market value of the materials you receive from us.